This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. You know, I've been in this industry for a long, long time. And you know, I got my start right there in Memphis, Tennessee. So what better person than to give a little intro to the only podcast in the UK that specifically talks about Memphis wrestling. That's right. We're talking about Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Folks, sit back, grab you a cup of hot tea. Hope you enjoy it. Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Got a doggone good-looking show lined up. This is the future, baby, and Jimmy Hart's here. You're not in the same caliber as I am. Who's the greatest wrestler in the world and why am I? You're acting like a hoodlum now. Come on, quit it! Hello again, wrestling fans, and welcome to the studios of the Old Bakery as we get ready to give you another exciting week here at the UK's number one and only a Memphis wrestling-related podcast. I am, as always, your host, Mr. Luke Jennings, hoping the podcast hoping the podcast finds you fine and dandy. We are in the middle of July, unbelievably. It's a, it's a happening for sure. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at MemphisCast, and to follow the network, the place to be wrestling network, over on Twitter, you can do that at PTBN Wrestling. You can also subscribe to the network if you want to, and you can get great shows such as the Wrestling Chicken Salad, NWA Saturday Special, PTBN's Main Event, Nation Invasion, Highway to the Impact Zone, The Monday Night Project, and many, many other great shows. You can also find the network over on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash place to be network, I believe. If not, just search place to be wrestling network on Twitter, on YouTube. Also on YouTube, you can go to youtube.com forward slash at Memphis Cast, and that allows you to watch this video. Hello, if you're watching. If you're not, you're not missing anything. <laughs> it's basically me watching the show. So whereas a few weeks ago I was putting the show on um, YouTube, the what I was watching, but now you can also watch me watch the wrestling, if you want to. There's some other great stuff on there as well if you want to follow us on uh, YouTube, youtube.com forward slash at MemphisCast. Um, I post some other Memphis stuff, and there is some Japan, and there is some other stuff that... YouTube allows me to put on there a lot of it. it they don't <laughs> visit when it was cool com for podcasts, articles, and much more on retro pop culture, comics, wrestling, movies, TV, toys, history, and more. This week we're covering the 30th of April 1983. Last week on the 23rd of April we saw Cornet getting his some uh, comeuppance, a face from another place, ten man tag, as well as all of the usual awesomeness from the Memphis territory. Before we head down to ringside, let's give you our weekly look about what's happening around the rest of the wrestling world. On the what did we leave you with last week? Yes, we left you with that. Didn't we on the 20. 20- 4th of April 1983, Jim Crockett Promotions hold a show in Charlotte, North Carolina, Coliseum 5,459. Witness Ricky Harris defeating Keith Larson, Johnny Weaver defeating Masafuchi, Magic Dragon defeating Jim Nelson, Jake Roberts defeated Sweet Brown Sugar. Now that is the Skip Young version of Sweet Brown Sugar, that is not our Coco Ware, that is the Skip Young version. Jimmy Valiant defeated the Great Kabuki NWA United States Champion Roddy Piper fought. NWA TV champion Dick Slater to a 15 minute time limit draw Sergeant Slaughter and Don Canoodle defeated the NWA tag team champions Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood by disqualification and the main event saw Greg Valentine defeating Ric Flair by disqualification also on the 24th AWA holds a historical show the Super Sunday show in St Paul Minnesota 28,300 appeared to witness Hulk Hogan win the AWA World Heavyweight title from Nick Bonkwinkle, but it was ultimately ruled a disqualification. Elsewhere on the show, Vern Gagne and Mad Dog Vashorn defeated Jerry Blackwell and Sheik Adnan. Ken Patera, Jesse Ventura and Blackjack Lanza defeated Greg Gagne, Jim Bronzel and Rick Martel. Our own Jerry the King Lawler defeated John Tullus. Wahoo McDaniel defeated Ed Boulder. Brad Rangans defeated Tom Stone. And Joyce Grable and Wendy Richter defeated Judy Martin and Velvet McIntyre. On the 25th of April 1983, WF holds a show in New York City, Madison Square Gardens. Eddie Gilbert defeated Jose Estrada. Salvatore Bolomo defeated Baron Mikosa Kluna. Mr. Fuji defeated S.D. Jones. Iron Mike Sharp defeated Johnny Rods. Pedro Morales defeated Swede Hansen. 
Uh, Ray Stevens defeated Tony Gurria. Jimmy Superfly Snooker defeated Superstar Billy Graham. This was Billy Graham's last match at the MSG for the next four years. Rocky Johnson defeated Intercontinental Champion Don Morocco by countout. The WF Tag Team Champions Afa and Samula, who's substituting for Sika, defeated the Strongbows, Chief and Jules. Andre the Giant defeated Big John Stud by countout, and the WF Champion Bob Backlund defeated Ivan Koloff. Also today, on the 25th, here in Memphis, Tennessee, the Mid-South Coliseum put on a show for 4,667 fans. One of the matches was the Fabulous Ones defeating the Moondogs to win the held-up Southern Tag Team titles. That may be something that we hear about on today's show. Uh, the 28th, the Iron Sheik defeated Ronnie Garvin to win the NWA National TV title in the Omni. On the 29th of April, David Schultz defeated AWA World Champion Nick Bockwinkle by disqualification in Calgary, Canada. And finally, on this day, on the 30th of April 1983, Ron Bass defeated Frank Dusek for the Southern Florida title in Fort Myers, Florida. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's head down to ringside and see what Lance and Dave have got for us as we cover the 30th of April 1983. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 113 of the UK's number one and only Memphis wrestling-related podcast. We are the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Please enjoy. Russell and Dave Brown, we're sitting right along ringside just waiting for it to fill up and get action going here. By golly, it looks like we got a nice variety of stuff coming today, All David. Right. We should have some action here. We're going to have Bill Dundee in here in the opening match going against the King Cobra. Should be some good action to get Great things single. going on championship wrestling today. Then Dutch Mantel will be here in a single match. We will have Jerry the King Lawler. Jerry will be here in a handicap match today. He'll be going against two. There'll be a tag team on the other side of the ring against Jerry Lawler. Steve O will be here in action, too. Also, the Bruise Brothers will be going against Bobby Fulton and Carl Fergie. Should be another good match. Tag team action. That'll be our expiration of time event today. Okay, and in addition to that, Dave, we got that special that's brewing again. I don't want to bring everybody up to date on the Andy Kaufman-Jerry Lawler feud, and we'll have all of that and much, much more. Stay right where you are. We'll be back with the Superstar against the Cobra in just a moment. So last week, Jerry Lawler, I forgot to mention it when I was when I was recording, it came to me like the next day going, fuck, I didn't mention anything. Jerry Lawler, last week, Jerry Lawler was going back on a Letterman to talk about Andy Kaufman because it had been a year or something since they'd had their altercation. Uh, I'm guessing from what, I'm pretty sure Lance, there, there was another altercation basically, I think, um, and Lance is going to be covering that, I guess, in, that's better. That's better. Uh, they're going to be talking about that in the show. Also, we've got uh, Bill Dundee versus King Cobra. Dutch Mantel's in action. Jerry Lawler's in a handicap match. Steve-O's going to be in the ring. And we've got a, um exploration of time match between the Bruise Brothers and Bobby Fulton and Carl Fergie. So without further ado, let's head back down to ringside. <laughs> Going out against the superstar. Did you see that? Did you see that spinning screen? My God, more innovative stuff here from Memphis. You didn't see that anywhere else. Holy shit. Our opening match today. Billy bringing over uh, Dutch Mantel's whip. Uh, he hops up in the ring, and we're about ready for the introductions, Davey. It'll be one fall, 15-minute time limit, introducing from Memphis at 234 pounds, the King Cobra, and going against him from Australia, 214-pound superstar Bill Dundee. This match, one fall, 15-minute time limit, Jerry Calhoun, the referee. Okay, okay here we are. King Cobra versus Bill Dundee. For those of you on the audio, King Cobra is wearing yellow trunks, white boots, Bill Dundee, black and green tights, black boots. He looks like he's wearing those fucking black Wellingtons again. Black background again. Green ropes this week. Yes, they look green. They can't tell us. 
30, 40 year old footage. Uh, but I'm very grateful for the footage from Crispy Lettuce as always. Big back body drop there by Bill Dundee on Cobra. Again, we've got back uh, black background. Oh, beautiful drop kick there by Cobra. Holy moly. Picks up Dundee, slams him down, goes for the cover. One, two, two count. Joe Calhoun, as always, is our referee. Bill Dundee, not happy with what's going on here. We've got blue canvas uh, with those white lines down it. Looks like it's been a ploughed field. Oh, Bill and Pepper and Cobra with them right hands. Holy moly. Kick to the gut. Right hand in the corner. Calhoun telling them to break the fucking... Open the fists up, brother. Another full house here in the WMC studios. Oh, running uh, fist there by Dundee. Oh, knee in the side of the head. Right hand. Bill Dundee got some very good right hands up there with uh, Bobby Eaton and Jerry Lawler for sure here in the territory. Big kick up by Cobra. Dundee lowered his head too soon. Oh! Right hand by Cobra, one of his own. The Australian is down. Irish up corner to corner by Cobra comes running in. Oh no, head scissors. Head scissors. Lovely head scissors takedown by uh, King Cobra. Comes in again. Oh, he went for another one, but Bill Dundee evaded and King Cobra hit nothing but ropes in the ghoulies. Dundee drops to the elbow. One, two, three. Your winner, superstar Bill Dundee. It worked one time, it did not work the second time, and King Cobra counted out one, two, three to win to Bill Dundee. A minute, 55 seconds, the time on it. 1.55, Bill Dundee the winner. Yoza, the superstar, came through with a victory over a tough King Cobra in there. Okay, we... Don't mind the talking. Just tell that clown up there to run the film. I got to show you people something. We got a match here that took place in Memphis, Tennessee with Bill Dundee and uh, Dutch Mantel. Let's take a look at some of the highlights of it right now. Dutch hurt that knee and Dundee takes advantage of the opportunity. So we are seeing footage of Bill Dundee versus Dutch Mantel. They are both down and neither one of them may never get up. Boy, they have been hammering each other. Dundee heading to the ringside, grabs the belt of Dutch Mantel. Explosive rules. He had it hidden in his jacket. I guess it may be. And Mantel trying to take it away from him. Think this is going from the 25th. Oh, Jerry Calhoun's down. And both men were fighting over the whip of Dutch Mantel. Fuck me, I pressed the wrong button. Both men were. Calhoun is now down. Bill Dundee's got the belt. He's got the whip. Oh, into the gut of uh, Dutch Martel. They were fighting over the uh, whip. Jerry Calhoun took a burden. Oh, right hand by Dundee. He's wearing orange and black this time. Go behind. Dutch Martel goes for the cover, but there's no referee. No referee accuses. One, Terry Taylor. Terry Taylor just came in and countered. Which is just going to irritate Bill Dundee. Terry Taylor throws Mantel the, the belt. Bill Dundee attacks from behind. Calhoun's up, Calhoun's up. One, two, three. Bill Dundee wins, and I've just dropped my book on the floor. I don't think that was from that match. Because that didn't seem false count anywhere, Well, what, what else did you expect? Terry Taylor comes on down. Now, let me just run it by here. I've been here a long time, and all of a sudden, everybody don't like the superstar. Well, that's, hey, Redneck, I'm talking to you. Yeah, you sitting there with that big beer belly, eating that bullet. Buy this book. If you're looking on the video version, buy this book from Amazon. You're a redneck and a loser. Dutch Mantel is a redneck and a loser, and everybody else is around here. You don't believe he's a loser? Watch. That makes me the Southern Champion, Jack. Now, Terry Taylor, come on down. Counted me out. Nobody asked him to stick his nose in his business. Mantel, you're still a loser, boy. Now, all of a sudden, he goes crying to land at the, the land cluster. See how you got me? To Eddie Marlin. Now, he says, I want my dream match. I want a bullwhip on a pole match. 
You don't even own a bullwhip, boy. I got the best part of you, Mantel. I got this bullwhip. And I'm going to whip every stinking hair right off of your back, buddy. Now, this was the toughest part of Dutch Mantel, right? Yeah! Well, one thing, this Billy, he's never, he's never lost one of I don't care. Ever. This was the toughest part of Mantel. And that's... Dutch Mantel comes running out and chases Bill Dundee out Dutch of the studio. Coming up in a match next. Okay, so. let me say one thing. Dundee, don't overestimate yourself, buddy, because this is my match. Now, you got my bullwhip. You stole it. You're nothing more than a thief in the night. I know it, and everybody else knows it. But when we put that bullwhip on the pole, I'm going to be the one coming down with it, Dundee. And when I come down with it, I'm going to lace you from hair to toe, up and down. And even if you do get it, Dundee, it won't do you any good because you've got to have a little bit of practice with that whip. But it's my whip. It's my mask, Dundee. I am going to whip you the next time we step in the ring. Make no mistake about that. Okay, Dutch, you got a match coming up. So if you'll just hop up into the ring, we'll be ready to go here. They do have this bullwhip match this coming Monday in the Mid-South Coliseum. My book says bullwhip, bullwhip match. I don't know if it's a bullwhip on a pole match. I don't know. From Memphis, Tennessee, 242 pounds, Bill Rose going against from Oil Trough, Texas, at 224 pounds, Dutch Mantel. This match one fall, 15-minute time limit, Jerry Calhoun, the referee. We saw Bill Rose last week, I think, against Dutch. I think. But both men are wearing black singlets. Um... Bill Rose wearing black boots, Dutch Mantel wearing red boots. But he's a, he's a, he's got the look of like Rick, a young Rick Rude, but the physique of a Jim Neidhart, quite a husky gentleman. Dundee, sorry, Dutch Mantel looks like he's going to suplex him or neck break him. Oh. I can barely hear it, but let's uh, come back. Bill Rose punches his way out of that predicament. Oh. Ricks the eyes of Dutch Mantel. Oh, kicked by Mantel. Right hand. Again, he looks like he's going to go for that suplex. Nope, small package. One, two, kick out by Bill Rose. Bill Rose is the larger of these two gentlemen. Mantel will definitely have the experience. Side headlock takedown by the Dirty Dutchman. Joe Calhoun down there checking the shoulders. Aren't on the, f on the mat. Very good refereeing as always by Joe Calhoun. Most consistent count, not like that fucker Earl Hepner over on Monday Night Project. Already had enough of him. I know I'm not the only one. Side look still by Mantel. Puts Bill Rose in the corner. Getting a clean. No, right hand by Rose. Oh, here comes Bill Dundee. Bill Dundee's in the ring. Bill Dundee's in the ring. Choking Dutch Mantel with that bullwhip. The match has been called off. Dutch Mantel will win by disqualification. Bill Dundee choking Mantel with that bullwhip. Oh! Bill Rose getting a few cheap shots in there. Oh! Kick by uh, Dutch Mantel. Has he got it? No. Dutch Mantel scurries out of the ring. He's got a chair. He's armed with a chair. Chair versus bullwhip. What's going to win? Oh! Man, Dundee. Oh, Mantel swinging that, uh, swinging that chair around like Mark, uh, Mark McGuire. Minute 35 was the time. 135, and the Dutchman uh, comes out victorious on a disqualification, which he didn't need, I don't really think. He could have done it. We're going to take time. I will be back to see more action coming up here in just one moment. Okay. We had an interesting little confrontation, I think, between Stagger Lee and the Lone Ranger. Now, that was the Jimmy Hart creation. Mm -hmm. Uh, we wanted to let you see some of the highlights of about that, that took place between Stagger Lee and the Lone Ranger. Let's take a look. So the Lone Ranger came in last week, Plowboy Fraser in a mask, um, 
Oh, drops a leg across Stagger Lee. This is from April the 25th. This is a mask and title versus five minutes with Jimmy Hart. Stagger Lee versus the Masked Lone Ranger. He's got a proper mask on this time now. Has uh, Danny drops a leg again across Stagger Lee. Holy shit. Four, five hundred pounds of Plowboy Fraser dropping the leg across the chest of Stagger Lee. And oh, he went for a third one, but Stagger Lee managed to get up and he goes for the cover, goes for the cover. One, two, three. Mad Dog is outside uh, managing Stagger Lee. We saw that last week, that what happened there. Jimmy Hart's now in the ring attacking the shit out of Stagger Lee. He is in the ring now for five minutes. Jimmy Hart trying to take that mask off Stagger Lee. Jimmy Hart wearing a mask of his own. He's got some sort of facial apparatus. Oh! Running uh, double sledge there by Jimmy Hart. 150 pounds soaking wet. Jimmy Hart wearing a lovely uh, red singlet with, uh, what do you call it, candy, candy stripes on the trunks and the boots. Stagger Lee's back up. Stagger Lee is up. Jimmy Hart is in trouble, Stagger Lee is up. Jimmy Hart's wearing some sort of... I think he's just wearing a bandana around his head. I thought he was wearing a facial apparatus. Oh, big run by Stagger Lee. It was just... Bruce Brothers are now coming in to attack Stagger Lee. Dream Machine poked up cash. It's clobber on time, baby. Oh. And Uncle Elmer's in there. Lone Ranger, whatever you call him. Plowboy Frazier, Stan Frazier, Big John Mud. I don't know what his name is. Mad Dog's in there now. Right-handed Dream Machine, right-handed Porkchop. Oh, big right-handed Plowboy. Mad Dog fighting off his former tag team partners. He's saving uh, Staggerly from a uh, whooping. Staggerly, the winner. The Big giant Frazier with that uh, goofy Lone Ranger mask on, and then Jimmy Hart immediately after it. Coming out right now, as I think you can probably tell from the music, Stagger Lee and his newfound friend, uh, Mad Dog, who's right behind him. Mad Dog, for any of you who may have missed it, used to be in the family, and uh, he is now an exiled family member. Staggerly come out all in white. White mask, white coat, white trousers, you name it, he's white. Like I was last one, he saw the light. But you know what? Things ain't going so hot for those Jimmy Hart right now, is it? Things ain't going so hot, but it's going pretty good for Staggerly right now, I guarantee you. Right before it's over, Mad Dog and myself, we definitely gonna get rid of Jimmy Hart and the whole entire Sinker family. Right, Mad Dog? Right, right, right. You know, last, I was one of the original Blues Brothers, but the best thing ever happened to me when I left Jimmy Hart. And baby, if I get my hand on Jimmy Hart, you're going to pay for it, baby. All right, come we got on, two guys with a good purpose, and that's Stagger Lee and Mad Dog, and I think they would love <laughs> to see the whole family just exterminated. Well, we'll find out about that. Right now, it's time to go to the ring. we got a handicap match with the King coming in. Let's go to it. Waiting for the king, and his opponent, here he is, Jerry Lawler, into the ring. In this one, Lawler will be wrestling by himself. His opponents will be wrestling as a tag team. They'll wrestle under tag team rules. Here they come right now, the Marauder and Pat Hutchinson stepping up the ringside. Marauder from parts unknown, Hutchinson from Memphis, their total weight 407 pounds. And going against them from Memphis to 232 pounds, the King, Jerry Lawler. So a couple of days ago, uh, Jerry Lawler was wrestling in the AWA, going up against the Golden Boy, John Tolos. Today, he's going up against the Masked Marauder and Pat Hutchinson in a handicap match. Pat Hutchinson starting for his team, black tights, black boots. Jerry Lawler is wearing a red and blue singlet, white cowboy boots. It's tag rules for the two individuals, so it's going to be a fairly even match. Colin over top. Hutchinson pushes Lawler into the corner. Marauder gets a few cheap shots in, holding the arms. Oh, but Jerry Lawler ducks and Marauder goes flying off the ring apron. Holy moly. <laughs> Pat Hutchinson. <laughs> Knows he's done a, done a whoopsie. Pat Hutchinson now becoming a regular here each and every week. 
Giving the crowd some aggro. Crowd going, go Jerry, go. Colin over top. Lawler pushed into the wrong part of town again. Marauder holds the arms. Pat Hutchinson hits the Marauder again. <laughs> Even in 1983, Jerry's doing like comedy that he would become more famous for doing in the WWF. But even here, he's it's TV. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't have to be serious. He's serious every fucking Monday and Tuesday in Memphis and Louisville, and as he is in the um, AWA, I'd imagine he's probably all business when he's up there. Both men circling. Carl never top. Go behind by Pat Hutchinson. Full Nelson. Don't think he's got the fingers locked. Mass Marauders in. Lawler ducks and Pat Hutchinson gets one, 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 one for the Marauder. They're now uh, having a conflab in the ring. Carl never top. Snap mare by Lawler. Looks like he's going for them fists. And he does. Piston like right hands by Jerry Lawler. Pat Hutchinson rolls to his corner, tags in the Marauder. Yep, Marauder's tagged him. The Mask Marauder is in. Red mask, red singlet, black boots. We haven't seen him for quite a while. Both men circling. Colin Obo. Lawler pushes Marauder into the neutral corner. Oh, holds him by the mask and then punches him square in the face. Lawler going for a suplex of sorts by the looks of it. It hooks him up and... Beautiful stall and suplex here by Lawler. Down goes the Marauder. What a suplexer. Marauder's up. A bit shaken by that suplex. Oh no, kick by Lawler. Oh no, he's going for the pod driver, but the pod driver's a banned here in Memphis. The pod driver is not allowed. Calhoun had to do everything to stop the pile driver. Illegal maneuver here. He has a pile driver type of match coming up that involves Andy Kaufman. We'll have more on that later, but maybe he's trying to get a little practice there, Dave. Well, giving Patterson a mouthful. Over on the apron. We're three and a half minutes Call number two. Is that better? Do you have to see my face? I don't know. I like it there. So it's fine. Oh, Marauder now with some clobber on forearms to uh, Lawler. Pat Hutchinson holding Lawler, and Marauder is uh, absolutely caning him. Oh, Lawler, one of his own, takes Marauder down. One for Pat Hutchinson. Pat Hutchinson falls off the apron. Oh, big round the Marauder. By Lawler. <laughs> Lawler picks up Marauder Gorilla Press. Gorilla Press Slam. Lawler goes up to the second rope and inside. Drop the fist. Un, dos, tres. Your winner, Jerry the King Lawler. Marauder did move. Lawler got him for the count of three. Four minutes, 17 seconds. Winner in the handicap match. The King, Jerry Lawler. Boy, if the right one don't get you, the left That's one good. will. And he got him right then and there. We got more action. We're going to be talking about Andy Kaufman and the King in just a moment. And we will be back after these messages. Everybody, this is Mike from Booking the Territory, the unprofessional, classic Southern wrestling podcast. And you are listening to the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast with Luke Jennings. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Happy birthday! Oh, Jimmy, don't. The floor's wet. No, it's dry. I washed it hours ago. What? Oh, you're kidding. Wow, that shine made me think it was wet. Using something new for your no-wax floor? Yep. New Lemon Bright Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean is new. Sure is. It's a whole new Mr. Clean. New Lemon Bright color, new fragrance. Mm, terrific. Really lemony. And a new brightening formula that's even better than before. I'll say. It really shines. And no dull film or streaks. Even Armstrong approves it for my no-wax solarian floor. With a shine like this, I approve too. <laughs> 
New Lemon Bright Mr. Clean brings out a no-wax shine so bright, you may wonder, is it wet or is it dry? No, it's dry. How does your fabric softener smell? Ah, uh, nice. Ah, uh, nothing. Introducing new Unscented Bounce. Unscented Bounce doesn't leave a scent on my clothes. That I love. Regular Bounce gives me the long-lasting freshness I love. Now there are two kinds of Bounce. Both control static clean, while both leave your clothes soft and fluffy. Regular or new Unscented Bounce for... Ah, uh, nice. Or... Ah, uh, nothing. Living Proof, the Hank Williams Jr. story, continues following these messages. It's the ultimate B-movie, Owen Allen's The Swarm. If you like the A-team, you'll flip over the B-team. Richard Chamberlain and Catherine Ross, Tuesday. This is NBC News Capsule. Here is Linda Ellerby. Good evening. In two weeks, the FBI will have broader powers to keep an eye on groups that advocate political violence. The new guidelines made public today will, in part, give the FBI more power to infiltrate political groups and will allow them to investigate people who support violence-prone groups. The Supreme Court ruled today that police officers who lie in court cannot be sued by people convicted as a result of their testimony. Finally, a Pentagon report out today says the number one killer of people in the military is neither cancer nor heart disease, but rather drunken driving. I'm Linda Ellerby in New York. More news later on this NBC station and on NBC News Overnight. Hey, can I ask you a question first of all? Go right ahead. You know the definition of a windjammer? No, I really don't. It's the agonizing screams of a trapped turd. Have you heard of the man, Grace? Yes, I have. You have? Yeah. Do you have a father? Mangrate is the perfect gift for this Father's Day. Is he alive? Yeah. Yeah. 100% made in America. If he was dead, it would have been a really bad moment in the commercial. <laughs> Your dad's alive? No. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry about your dad. That's fine. Your father's dead. Is your mom still alive? My mom? Yeah. No, she's dead. Jesus Christ, is any of your relatives fucking alive? It's man great. <laughs> They're revolutionizing the way people grill. What, Adam Egan? Is it true? You haven't heard of the revolution? You can put chicken on this or steak? That's not that unique. <laughs> it weighs a lot of pounds. <laughs> is that heavy? Again. 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 No more flare-ups. You know, you know when your barbecue has always been flare-ups? Why are you laughing? You're making a mockery out of the man grade. Chicken steak has never tasted so good. <laughs> <laughs> again. Again. <laughs> again. This commercial is like a mini-series. Hey, this is Joe Murata from Our Vantage Point, retro wrestling podcast. But now, live from the studios of the Old Bakery, this is the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, and here's your host, Luke Jennings. started talking a moment ago about the uh, Jerry the King Lawler Andy Kaufman uh, history of the the uh, irritations and so forth all of the things that took place I think many of you were in from the beginning I will set this little recap up uh, only by saying Dave that I think most people knew that originally as part of his nightclub thing Kaufman had always wanted to be a wrestler and so he started wrestling women uh, he had a bout in Memphis with women. Let's go back and take a look at exactly what happened in this entire history. The problems between Jerry Lawler and Andy Kaufman started with Kaufman sending interviews to promoters making fun of the king and professional wrestling, which upset Lawler. Lawler, I've heard all these things you've been saying about me on television. You want to wrestle me? You want to wrestle me, my style? All right, fine. 
So I'm going to send you back to the kitchen where you belong. I'm going to have you scrubbing the potatoes and washing the, washing the carrots. Because that's where you belong. Matter of fact, they're probably smarter than you because you don't have any brains. You're from Memphis, Tennessee. All you do is plow the fields and farm the farm and do Is that why you talk from Memphis, Tennessee, Mr. Lawler? Boo. See, Mr. Lawler, you don't have any brains. I am from Hollywood. I have the brains. That's how I win my matches. I say the bigger they come, the harder they fall. You might be twice as big as me, but I've wrestled women that are twice as big as me, and I've mopped the floor with them. And that's what I'm going to do with you, Mr. Lawler. Andy Kaufman is a, uh, like a 145-pound uh, television actor. And, you know, he's coming around wrestling and thinking uh, or dreaming of being a wrestler. And I'm going to show him, burst his little bubble, so to speak, about uh, uh, fantasizing about being a professional wrestler. Show him what it's like to be in there with a real wrestler rather than just women out of the audience. Would you like to hurt him? I think I have to hurt him. When they finally met in the ring in April of 1982, Kaufman continued to make fun of the king and run from him, but Lawler outsmarted Kaufman as we joined Lance Russell at ringside. Here comes Andy Kaufman. Lawler saying, there it is. Go ahead. Take your best hold right now. So we are seeing footage from the uh, infamous match of Jerry Looking Law and Andy Kaufman. Kaufman, as they keep calling him. Kaufman wearing his, uh, for those of you on the audio, he's wearing his sort of his white all in one with the blue uh, boxes on, blue trunks. Going for a uh, side headlock. And Jerry Looking Lawler. Lawler lifted up a finger as if to say, Are you ready? Wait one minute. Jerry uh, waiting patiently in this headlock. Bob Zamuda, his ring manager, saying squeeze down on him. Jerry Lawler looks like he's going to pick up Jerry Andy Kaufman and oh, drops him in a back suplex. Andy Kaufman high on the on that back of the head and back of the shoulders. Andy Kaufman drilled. Lawler motioning that he's going to hit a pile driver. Jim Cornette is down here. This is when Jim Cornette was still photographing, photographing, taking photos. Jerry Lawler going for the pile driver. Oh, he's making him wait. He's making him wait for it. And bang! Ring the bell. The pile driver is illegal. But Jerry Lawler does not care. Andy Kaufman is down. Andy Kaufman wins, by the way. This is a uh, people forget this. Andy Kaufman actually beat Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler now picking him up, well, dragging him into the middle of the ring again. He's now going to hit another one by the looks of it. Gets him in, legs are up, making him wait, and boom! Pile driver, baby! Andy Kaufman is down and out. You can hear that old, <laughs> old woman in the background again. Jerry Lola holding the ropes open for somebody. Andy Kaufman being taken away on a stretcher. Andy Kaufman being carted out of the uh, Mid-South Coliseum. So Kaufman laid out on a stretcher. We can only wish him uh, the best with no ill feeling about the things that he said and all of the comments and fun that he had poked at not only Memphis but Lawler and wrestling a mistake. The TV comedian spent three days in the hospital as a result of the match with the King. They next met on the David Letterman show where Kaufman, still in a neck brace, continued to antagonize Lawler. Andy, why did you do that? That didn't seem... <laughs> Seemed like a very nice thing to do. There. Um, I don't see how uh, uh, you could get a person could get so mad from that. I was playing bad guy. That's what I was doing. I was playing bad guy wrestler. The role I was playing. I wasn't serious about. It. I don't take things like that seriously. Like I am a star. I'm from, 
you know, um, that was just a role I was uh -huh. playing. Yeah. You know? So in, in your in your estimation, Jerry, <laughs> and he and, and I and I think that he just was taking it too seriously. You think he owes you an apology? Look, then. I I always said you didn't, you didn't have a sense of humor, and uh, here the people are all laughing at it. Mm -hmm. So it proves my point. Yeah. Um, and I, that's why I came here. It was because I asked for an apology. I apologized for all the wrestling I've ever done, all the abuse I've ever given the people that didn't understand what I was doing. And I simply asked, think that apology is in order. So it's come to this, has yeah. it, Andy? You you want Jerry? To apologize. Uh -huh. uh, now, is this the way, uh, would that be an equitable thing as far as you're concerned? I think so. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I owe him an apology. I think, you, you know, he says it was all a big joke. Uh, I'm sure it was to him. I would you? Really because right. let me tell you something. My father said, my father said, my manager said, they all said that I had a right, I could have gotten a lawyer and I could have sued you for what you did and I didn't. And I just, all I want is an apology. Even you asked me last time I was on your show if I, if I was uh, going to have a lawsuit, right. and I yeah. could have sued you. I could have sued you for everything you're worth. Well, and I didn't, because that's, I'm not that kind of a guy. Yeah. Well, you know what... Uh, what kind of a guy are you? No. You're not the kind of guy you're I'll just be over here. Uh, We're going to uh, pause here for station you know, I... identification and get the... Yeah. 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 I will sue you for everything you have. I will sue you. You're a... As far as I can turn, you hear me? I will get you for this! Those noises are uh, just the uh, what they've used to edit uh, Andy Kaufman's uh, foul language. I apologize to all my I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but you, you're a... Now, you would think Andy Kaufman would have learned his lesson, but he was not through with Jerry Lawler yet as he helped steal a lifelong dream away from the king. Lance Russell picks up the action at ringside. Up out of the chair, gets away from Dundee. So we're seeing footage from the Metaf Coliseum January time. Jimmy Hart, Jimmy Hart is, um, is uh, bandaged ringside as Nick Bockwinkle is being pinned by Jerry Lawler. Jimmy Hart is uh, stopping Paul Morton from making the cover. Big right hand by Lawler knocks down Jimmy Hart. But then who is this? Jimmy Hart is on the apron. Jimmy Hart. Joe Lawler's rolled up one, two, three. Nick Buckwinkle wins. Jerry Lawler has been duped. Builder D comes down to the ringside. Po pointing fingers, pointing double name, Jimmy Hart. It was alleged to be Jimmy Hart in these uh, in these bandages. Jimmy Hart came to ringside in a baseball cap. I don't believe it. I can't understand it. What is this? Two defeated please stand by. Apparently. Lawler can't believe it. He's been duped once again by Andy Kaufman. We got the brains, baby! We got the brains! What is this kind of a thing? You he who laughs last laughs the loudest, baby! <laughs> Lawler, I got you! You thought you saw the last of me! I'll keep coming till you end up in the hospital! After the match, Shandy Kaufman and Jimmy Hart explain why their unlikely conspiracy targeted Jerry Lawler. Don't you have anything better to do than to run around trying to no. trying to gig Lawler and bother Jerry, him? Jerry Lawler almost tried to break my neck last year. He made a fool out of me. He humiliated me. He put me in the hospital for three days in traction. I had to wear a neck brace for, for five months. He did this to Jimmy Hart, broke his arm, okay? And so you say, I don't have anything better to do. I won't stop. I'm not stopping now. Look, it gives me great pleasure to know that I had something to do with helping to prevent Jerry Lawler from, from, from having that, that world title. And I'll tell you, I'm not going to stop now. I won't stop until I find someone who's going to put Jerry Lawler into the hospital just like he did me. And it won't be for any three days. It won't be for a week. It'll be for a month, maybe for a year. Jerry Lawler will not want to go back into professional wrestling when I'm through with him because... Now, Jerry Lawler sets out for revenge on Andy Kaufman in a dream match. 
Yeah, the way this one came about is Eddie Marlin, as a matter of fact, not only talked to Jerry, but talked to uh, several of the top names around and said, hey, what kind of particular match you would like? We'd like to see if we can set it up for you, keep everybody happy and that sort of thing. And Waller said, boy, I would love to get that Kaufman back in the ring again. So uh, Eddie went through all the procedures and channels, and he, uh, he contacted Kaufman and offered him a, uh, a substantial reward for coming down with Lawler again. And the end result of it was that Kaufman said that he would not go with Lawler by himself. It wouldn't be uh, fair or he would be stupid to take it. But he would go if he could bring a partner down. So Eddie Marlin contacted Lawler. Lawler said, fine, I want to get him in the ring. And let's hear what Andy Kaufman has to say about that match, which has been made and will take place in Memphis, Tennessee. I must tell you that as the tape that you saw on David Letterman's show in there, uh, some of Kaufman's language had to be edited out, so bear with it as we go through. Hi, I'm Andy Kaufman, and last year I was in a wrestling match with a professional wrestler by the name of Jerry Lawler. Uh, I would say the match was pretty unfair, being that Jerry Lawler was twice my size, and I really wasn't uh, prepared for what had happened. What happened was he used an illegal hold called the pile driver, where he, he banged my head into the mat, not only once, but twice, and purposely to injure me. Well, I ended up very injured. My neck was in traction for three days. I was lying in the hospital. I was just lying there in the hospital, unable to do anything. And it was a very painful thing for me to go through. And uh, not only did he pile drive me in the mat during the match, but he also did it after the bell rang, which I think is very unfair. Well, as a result, I thought I would, you know, stay out of wrestling for a while. But instead, I've decided I'd like to give him a little taste of his own medicine. Mr. Lawler, I'm going to give you a taste of your own medicine. And you're going to get a taste of what it feels like to lie in bed in a hospital room in traction for three days. But this, I think, I think maybe even a week. Because this man is going to do damage to you. And just like he did to me, he's going to take your head, put it between his legs, and pile drive you into the mat. And I don't care if the bell rings five, ten, twenty times. He's going to keep doing it till you have to be carried out of there on a stretcher. And Mr. Lawler, I've offered this man a lot of money to do this. Okay? Because it's worth it to me. However, I don't care if I end up penniless. I don't care if I have to spend my life savings. I will see to it that you end up in the hospital for one week, Mr. Lawler. Do you understand me? I will see you in the ring, and I'll be in that man's corner just smiling, smiling so pretty, Mr. Lawler. Okay? I'll be smiling, and you won't be able to get to me, because I will be protected by a man who's bigger and stronger than you. I'll just be standing in the corner, and I'll be saying, Remember last year, Mr. Lawler? Boo, 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 boo. Is that what got you so mad at me last year, Mr. Lawler? Well, I'm gonna keep doing it, Mr. Lawler. You little, you stupid hick from Memphis, Tennessee. What are you, dumb hick? You're a dumb hick from Memphis, Tennessee. I am from Hollywood. I am a star, Mr. Lawler. I've got brains. I'll send you back to Memphis in a hospital where you belong. You'll be carried out of the ring. I'll see to it, Mr. Lawler. You'll regret you ever heard the name Andy Kaufman. Uh, there he is, Andy Kaufman. And boy, I'll tell you, you got to wonder about that dude. But he'll be here. The match has been made, as a matter of fact. It's a, a handicap pile driver match, and uh, Kaufman will have um, his special mystery partner, and we'll bring you up to date on it. We've got more action coming up here on Championship Wrestling. Be back in just a moment. <laughs> Introducing at 252 pounds from Nashville, Larry Hare. Going against him from Minneapolis, Minnesota, 223 pounds, Steve O. This match one fall, 15-minute time limit, Jerry Calhoun. And we're back. Oh, Larry Hare going to make it Steve O. Larry Hare, black and green singlet, black boots, Steve O. Black boots, black trunks. Colin over top again. Um, ringer by Steve-O, who's someone's coming to ringside. Steve-O with a lovely bit of wrestling in the ring. Someone's coming to ringside. Jim Cornette. My old friend, old Sadnowski. Yeah, I Hello, Polak. How you doing? 
do apologise about the language used by one Mr. Cornett. He's now in the commentation station. While in the ring, Steve-O takes Larry Hare down with a lovely armbar takedown. Jerry Calhoun uh, down there checking. Steve-O with a bit of wrestling, trying to get both shoulders down on the mat. Former uh, TV champion up there in uh, Georgia Championship Wrestling a couple of years ago, 1981. Regional wrestling with uh, Ray Russell. He's uh, covering Georgia Championship Wrestling at the minute over at uh, russellcopia.com. He's also got, uh, got the wrestling memory grenade where he covers WWF in 1987. And Monday Night Wars where he covers WWF and WCW from August 96. Give the guy a... Uh, he's like us, he does a very good job at doing, uh, doing everything by himself. He obviously puts a lot more effort into what I do than I do. <laughs> but yeah, give him a give him a give him a like and a wrestle up uh, give him a like and a follow. Ray Russell. Russellcopia.com. Steve O again with some great uh, um hammerlock holds here. Very um amateur like. Larry here trying to get to the ropes. And he does. Jim Cornett trying to distract Steve-O. Olsenowski. Oh, big knee to the gut there by Larry Hare. Oh, forearm shot to the back of Steve-O. Bagging. Larry Hare now going for a rich and look, he's having a bit of throat work there as well. Oh. Larry Hare taking advantage of Steve-O's distraction by Jim Cornette. Oh, off the rope, Steve-O with a forearm shot. Steve-O's firing up, brother. Picks up Larry Hare. Oh, big slam there by Steve-O. Steve Larry Hare is a big man to pick up. Small package. No, is he got me? No, no, no. He's on top of him. Steve-O being distracted again by Cornet. Oh, going for a neck breaker. And... Oh! The Galaxian comes in and smashes Steve-O with a chair. Steve-O was going for a uh, neck breaker there, but the Galaxian comes in. And now, attacking us three on one now. Three on one. Jim Cornet's getting some licks in. The Galaxian's kicking the head of uh, Steve-O. Larry Hare's working on the abdomen. Jim Cornett, all the uh, 180 pounds of him soaking wet, kicking the schnoz out of Steve-O. Eckhams, Carl Fergie and Bobby Fulton to save the day. Here come to save the day. They'll be coming up in our expiration of time match shortly. And that is going to be a win for Steve-O as the Galaxian interfered, and now you see him taking off. Dave, what was the time on that? That was 3.14 when the disqualification occurred. Three minutes, 14 seconds disqualification as Steve-O wins it uh, over Larry Hare. Jimmy Cornette, I came out here, and I deliberately tried to embarrass you last week. You know how tough he is. I held out both him and the Galaxian with a big rubber duck. And now you want to come out and keep interfering. Jimmy Cornette, if I ever get my hands on you, if I ever get my hands on you, I'm going to put you in the twilight zone with the rest of you Galaxians and anybody else. You're going to be in the twilight zone forever. Okay, Steve-O, we'll be looking uh, for more action coming up, David, as we've got to take a break out here. And we'll be back. we got the Bruce Brothers and Bobby Fulton and Carl Fergie still on an expiration of time in just a moment. We've got Explosive Time Tag Match. The Bruce Brothers, Dream Machine and Porkchop Cash going against Carl Fergie and Bobby Fulton. 
Bobby Fulton starting first team. Uh, blue and red trunks, black boots going against Dream Machine, black trousers, black boots. Oh! Hook and clothesline by Dream Machine. What's he going for now? He's gone outside. The referee's back is turned. Dream Machine's got a chair. Dream Machine's climbing up to the top rope while Porkchop Cash holds on to Bobby Fulton. And. Oh! Chair on top of the head of Bobby Fulton. Porkchop Cash goes for the cover. Referee's slowly getting into the ring. Referee, one, two, three. Winners of the first four, the Bruce Brothers. The triple T, both Bruce Brothers in the chair, and maybe even a quadruple team if you count Jimmy Hart diverting the referee and Carl Fergie over on the other side. The Bruce Brothers get the win. Okay. A couple of the crowd getting in the face of uh, Jimmy Hart and Dream Machine. Uh, luckily, some of the uh, local police come in and uh, step in the middle of it. Some cases, Jimmy, I'm not certain that's always true. Jimmy Hart and the Bruise Brothers, uh, Jake and Elwood, as he calls. Still potentially a, a few falls left. I don't know how what time we've got left. We've got four minutes. We've got four minutes. We might have another. Um, might have another fall, maybe. We shall find out. That chair right off the ropes, and he ripped him across. And Fulton is in bad, bad shape. Okay, we're going to take time out. We'll be back with more action here in just a moment. Right back into the ring here on Channel 3's Championship Wrestling. Still got some plenty of that action to go, and we'll want you to see every bit of it. How about Tuesday night? We've already told you, fight night coming up in the Louisville Gardens. And you're going to see all of the six matches that will be going in there, including the Galaxians with Cornette going against Terry Taylor and Steve-O. The pole and bullwhip match with Bill Superstar Dundee and the tough Dutchman going at it. And then finally, the stretcher match. That's going to be the Moondogs, the fabulous ones, battling until someone is carried away and taken to the hospital. It can't be stopped. It'll go until someone is beaten and carried away. What a great night. You know, I wish I'd have given a million dollars, but maybe not a million dollars if I could have been there in that office when Eddie Marlin and Jackie Fargo sat down there and they had to try to persuade the fabulous ones to sign that contract. I bet he had to put his hand on that little ink pen and hold it down. Can you believe what we've done? I've lured them finally into the last trap, baby. That's always what I've wanted to do is to lure you into the trap and now you're in it. But what are you going to do now? Jackie Fargo will be there to help you. Eddie Marlin, the promoter, won't be there to help you. Nobody's going to be there except the Moondogs and the fabulous ones. You know, they've got band-aids on over their face and their bodies for what the Moondogs have done to him, but you ain't seen nothing yet. You know, last week in Louisville, they were laying there in the middle of the ring, bleeding from head to toe. The little girls outside the ring were screaming and yelling. But like I said, you ain't seen nothing yet, baby. The Moondogs, the greatest team in the history of professional wrestling. We've took your pride. We've took your jackets. We've taken everything away from you, man. But now we're going to get rid of you once and for all. You know, they made a lot of statements that if they don't win this match, they may leave Louisville forever. Well, all I can say is goodbye, fabulous ones. Goodbye forever. The Moondogs, the greatest team in the history of professional wrestling. Come on, Moondog. Come on, baby. Come on, let's go. Come on, Moondog. Tuesday night, fight night coming up, and Jimmy Hart has got the Moondogs geared and ready to do it, but I can assure you one thing, as Stan and Steve have already said, they're making their plans right now to get rid of the Moondogs. You be there Tuesday night at the Gardens. Yeah, Bobby uh, Fulton in no condition to continue anyhow. Fortunately, our time is out because Bobby really got whacked on the head. And um, unfair as it is, there I said it. Uh, the fall is going to go to the Bruce Brothers in there. How about a recap, Davey? All right. So as Lance and Dave run down what's happened, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That has, uh, that has gone, that has flown by those 45 minutes. They're absolutely flown by. We've just covered the 30th of April, 1983. Thank you very much for listening. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MemphisCast. You can watch me watching this, watching you, watching me. YouTube.com forward slash at Memphis Cast. Um, yeah, next week we're into May. Um, there's anything else to promote, is there? No, there isn't. Um, please give us a, a, a like, a share, a retweet, a review if you can. Please leave a review, leave a like on YouTube, and leave a comment or whatever. Spread the word, spread the love, get us out and about. Um, I know we were recently mentioned on uh, What Happened When with Tony Schiavone and Coney. Uh, and Cody. <laughs> 
<laughs> Tony Schiavone and Conrad. So that's uh, that's that's all good. We've got the, the big guys are pushing us. So uh, we do our best each and every week here to relive the memories of Memphis uh, here in the UK. It's uh, very it's a rarity, but we are, um, as far as I know, we are only one of two regular Memphis watching podcasts. I know a few other guys like uh, Greetings from Allentown, What Happened When, Stick to Wrestling, all those kind of guys. They sort of like float around the Memphis territory. So it's uh, good to be uh, seen out there in the wide world. So let's just thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much to the fine folk of Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you very much to Lance Russell, Dave Brown, and Jerry Jarrett. And until next time. Roger,